Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Hey, let's go back to the other story we're following for you today, and that's the Life Labs data hack. What a story. This broke on Tuesday when we find out that Life Labs, one of the biggest medical testing companies in the country, had been attacked by hackers who had stolen the personal private information of 15 million Canadians in Ontario and in British Columbia. Millions of British Columbians apparently uh, potentially have had their personal information uh, compromised in this attack. The company found out about this data attack back in late October around November and around November 1st. We're just finding out about it now. The company says they paid the ransom to the hackers to get the information back. Of course, nothing's stopping these hackers from making a copy of that information and continuing to misuse it even after uh, they'd gotten their ransom. New questions now for the B.C. government, which had a contract with Life Labs for medical testing. What did the NDP government know about this? What action did they take? to protect the personal information of British Columbians. I talked to Health Minister Adrian Dix about that earlier today on the show. Let's get the other side of it now. Andrew Wilkinson, he's the leader of the B.C. Liberal Party. He joins me now. Hi. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks a lot for coming on. What are the key questions in your mind on this? Well, you know, personal information, health information, is the property of the patient. That's you and me. It does not belong to the government. It does not belong to the lab. It does not belong to the doctor. So this information got stolen six weeks ago from the vast majority of our population, it seems, and they didn't have the courtesy to tell us. And for six weeks, they spent their uh, time covering their rear ends, and the Ministry of Health was apparently fretting about this. Why weren't people told so they could watch out for any kind of data hack at their own personal level and watch out for fraudulent activity? We are entitled to know because it's our information. Okay, well, the government and the company are saying the reason that this was kept hush-hush for like six weeks was because they were working to resolve the situation, and if they felt that they had coughed it up early and admitted that this had happened, they'd be wide open for a, a, a potentially a secondary hack or a secondary cyber attack. Are you buying that? Not really. I mean, this is the kind of thing where, oh, your car got stolen, so we're just going to keep that quiet for six weeks in case they come back and steal your other car. I mean, put up the protections immediately. Don't they have that in place? I mean, Mike, we paid this company $243 million a year. And this is the kind of expertise they show when they're under pressure. I mean, you said it yesterday and today again, the boss of Life Labs doesn't even know if the data was encrypted. He didn't know the answer. That seems pretty basic to you and me. So what we've got is a company that's asleep at the switch and a Ministry of Health that's covering its tracks. And you and I are the ones that are going to end up paying for it. Yeah, I mean, the company's fallen all over themselves to apologize to people, and they're offering, like, a one-year insurance package for people on a, on identity theft insurance. So they seem to have a, a good PR uh, campaign in place here to kind of protect their corporate image here. But 
you're right about some of the key questions. And by the way, Charles Brown, he is the CEO of Life Labs. I talked to him here on the show on Tuesday, and I asked him about that data encryption. Was this information encrypted? Have a listen to this. Did you guys not have encrypted security systems here? I mean, what do you say to the patients here that trusted you with their personal information? We've been investing in cybersecurity for years, and we've built up our systems. What we're seeing is these attacks are getting more sophisticated. We've all got to work together and do more to stop these attacks. Okay, he didn't answer the question, and he later told other reporters he doesn't even know if the data had been encrypted. What do you think of that? Well, I think it's bizarre that they don't know the answer to that, first of all. Then secondly, this lame issue of we'll offer you one year of insurance. I don't want insurance. My property was stolen. You have to cover my costs. I shouldn't have to apply for insurance. And we've heard already the people waiting anywhere from two to four hours on the phone to sign up for this supposed insurance. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You know what happens with insurance? You'll make a claim nine months from now and they'll say, oh, actually, that's outside the terms of the policy. I don't want insurance. I want a total indemnity from Life Labs because they dropped the ball with our information. Okay, I would like to know, and I think most British Columbians would like to know, if their own information has been compromised here and exactly what information was stolen in the data hack. One of the things that the CEO of the company told me was that medical information may have been compromised here, but they're not even super clear on that. Do you think that there's any onus on the B.C. government now here as a contractual partner with Life Labs to cough up that information and ensure British Columbians are, are personally notified if their, if their information has been stolen? Absolutely, Mike. I mean, the law on this has been clear since 1992 when the Supreme Court of Canada said very clearly that health information is held in trust by doctors and hospitals and others like Life Labs. So they broke the trust. They owe us an explanation and they are obliged to tell us if our information has gone missing. Instead, they covered it up for six weeks, and all of us are left out in the breeze wondering if our information is out there somewhere. We are entitled to know if our security has been breached on a personal level. Imagine if this was a bank or an airline. They'd be going broke at this point. Instead, we've got an almost monopoly going on here under the protection of the Ministry of Health, and it's not their information. The Ministry of Health owes us the obligation to extract the answers from Life Labs not us going and begging Life Labs directly. Okay, speaking to BC Liberal leader Andrew Wilkinson about the Life Labs data breach, I spoke earlier on the show today with BC Health Minister Adrian Dix, and one of the things I tried to get from him was the province has got a contract with Life Labs, and I wanted to know, did that contract stipulate that the private medical information of British Columbians had to be protected by some sort of data encryption. I, it was tough to get an answer out of them on that. Have a listen to this. All of what we know is that the, the rules force them to ensure that privacy protection and security services are clearly set out. So that's in the... in the Including in the encryption process. of the data? Uh, Mike, I think what the reason I think Life Labs is reluctant, but this, all of these issues I think have to be examined and are being examined forensically. 
by the Information and Privacy Commissioner. And so I think part of LifeLab's reluctance to answer some of those questions is because they don't want to publicize their defense mechanisms too much. That would be my understanding. Well, I guess he's passing the buck to the company, but they've got a contract with the company. So shouldn't we be demanding to know what the what the data protection was? Absolutely. I mean, in this situation, we've got 5 million British Climbers looking to the Ministry of Health to get some answers from this company. They pay them almost a million dollars a day, more than a million dollars every business day of the year. And we get in response, oh, we don't know if it's encrypted. Of course they know whether it's encrypted. They just don't want to tell us. And this idea that somehow that would jeopardize them from further hacks is laughable. So let's get some straight answers here. The information belongs to us. We own it. They lost it. What are they doing about it, and why weren't we notified right away so that we could take protective measures in our own personal lives in the last six weeks? And forget this insurance thing. They owe us total indemnity for what happens to that information. Okay, this is a data breach that was absolutely massive, 15 million Canadians, undoubtedly millions of people here in British Columbia. And, and I guess any time you go to a doctor and you get ordered blood work or any kind of testing like that, you're likely going to one of these Life Labs uh, uh offices and you're a, a medical doctor yourself in the past That's right. um in your experience like that type of personal information of blood work medical testing that was held by this company it's extreme obviously extremely sensitive uh, information what are your thoughts on you know you know the concept of that kind of information falling in the hands of criminal hackers well we're all worried when it's all correlated also with our image P number with our name and address, yeah. age, all the rest of it. It's a nice comprehensive profile, and they can use it to intimidate people if they want to. So you're right. It's very sensitive information. We're entitled to have it protected. And if something goes wrong, it's total liability for the person who left the file on the bus or let the hackers in the door. Instead, we're hearing this runaround. We don't even know what they did at the time, and they've had six weeks to sort their story out. And Adrian Dix is a smart guy. He's nobody's fool. And if he's pretending he doesn't know the answers, it's because they don't want you to know the answers. Well, what answers do you want on this file? What happened in those six weeks? Why weren't we notified? That is all of us who had our blood and urine and every other result exposed. Why aren't we getting total indemnity coverage for this instead of this Mickey Mouse insurance idea? And what's Minister Dix going to do about it so this doesn't happen again? Because all of us are supposed to go line up at Life Labs again tomorrow. We don't even know if we're safe today they haven't told us for six weeks what they should have told us on day two okay well when the liberals were in power for all those years i mean you guys did business with life labs too though right i mean did you guys have any kind of contractual protection in there to make sure that british columbians medical records were protected by data encryption you know mike i'm the first one to say i don't know the answer to that but it should have been done if it wasn't done if we're in somehow way responsible for how the contract got written, then we did it wrong. Right now, the answer is there's been a huge blunder and there's been a huge hole driven through the wall of our personal information and they didn't even have the courtesy to tell us so that we could take protective measures. And now they say if something goes wrong, they'll think about giving us some insurance if we apply for it. And I call BS on all that stuff. Okay. Tell us the truth. Tell us the truth you know on day two, not on day 42. We got an investigation underway. The province has an independent Freedom of Information and Protection of Privacy Commissioner. Michael McAvoy is a, a guy I respect a lot, and I think he's doing Capable guy. a yep. good job for sure. Um, what do you want to see come out of that investigation, and, and should that investigation be made fully public? 
Oh, absolutely. And I expect the Privacy Commission will do exactly that. They've got a very capable team of people. I've worked with them and I know them. And so they will give us some clarification on this in months. And they will be finding fault and talking about uh, protective measures in the future. But you and I are saying the Ministry of Health should be telling us where we stand today and not just saying they're going to cover their butts with the life labs, folks, and we shouldn't worry about it. Well, lots of people are worried about it, and that's why a pretty significant lawsuit was filed in the courts yesterday, because that seems to be the only way to get the truth on this and the only way to get any compensation if it goes sideways. Thanks a lot for coming on. Thanks, Mike. All right, that is Andrew Wilkinson. He's the leader of the B.C. Liberal Party, leader of the official opposition.